0: Exodus 20. The first commandment is dealing with mental idolatry. That was what we were doing last week. We shall have no other gods before me. And you know the snare of mental idolatry. When in our thoughts in our imaginations, we have some other crotch, some other ankle, some other dependency that is part of our lives, and that's why really uh, 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 we really need to be very careful, you know, about this mental idolatry. You know, somebody out of uh, gratitude might say, "Ah, but for my boss so you know, i don't think i would have made any progress in this country that's a very terrible statement oh but for my wife or but for my husband anybody that has been instrumental in anything good for your life for my life it is because of god who used them and to leave the god who used them and to give all the credit to them and then that is what mental idolatry is all about. You see, it is good to be grateful to men for all that God has used them to do, but always remember that it's God who used them to do it. Amen. You know, so 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 there's this danger. A lot of people, if you say, "Oh, you're a mental idolater," say, "No, no, 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 no." But then you check, you find that, oh. A lot of my gratitude is to men. A lot of my acknowledgments are to men. You know, I'm not careful to say, I thank God who used you to bless me. The man may not be very happy. You see? He may not be very happy. He would rather want you to say, I, you know, I, I thank you very much for being such a blessing. In fact, you are the God that I'm seeing. (laughs) <laughs> you see okay, because people see. like to hear that you know but this is what mental idolatry is all about you know when in the imagination of the thoughts of your heart you are acknowledging men rather than God God uses men but we must first acknowledge the God who used them and you know I have told you that before that um, This is is for that reason that if the same person failed to help you the next time, you don't quarrel with them because it's God who used them the last time. And if he's not going to use them this time, that means he has another person he wants to use. And that's why our expectations will remain uh, consistent. And we are neither, like I said, I say you are neither appointed nor disappointed when people fail to, to show up or fail to respond. Yeah, because they're not depending on them, you're depending on God. You know, somebody will say, oh, uh, um, they normally get uh, uh, their, their, the money they used to pay their, to their, for their rent uh, from Mr. Johnson. And then this month they went to Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson says, oh, I, I, I'm sorry, I won't be able to help you this month. Then the man turns around, then I'm finished. Really? <laughs> I'm finished. Mr. Johnson can't help me. I'm finished, you know. We're going to live on the street now. So, so this is what mental idolatry is all about. Because some people can be so nice to you and I consistently so that we, we forget God now and then begin to attribute everything to them. So, so um, um, mental idolatry is more subtle, you know. And, and it, it, it doesn't have to be uh, uh, that type of help. You say, ah, uh, uh, this, since this house girl came to a house, ah, that girl is uh, uh, wonderful, oh, but for her, we hmm, would have had serious problem, yeah. Uh-huh. So it's not only p- looking up, it's looking down too. People do the same thing. They forget that that house girl that has been very nice to you is a gift from God. It's a gift from God. So it works all the time. So if you have to catch yourself, correct yourself, so that you first acknowledge that it is God that has made you such a blessing to me. Because you can put the same person in another environment, be a totally different response. You know, and God sent you the person that in your environment will, will be prompt to, to, to respond appropriately. And this God, you must continue to thank for it. And then thank the person, of course. But they always have to take a second place. So nobody should uh, uh, quickly uh, declare that they are not a mental idolater. Unless they have carefully examined their ways, you know. It may even be your hairdresser, you know. Oh, since this is my hairdresser, I I went to to this, my new hairdresser. It's been so wonderful. Everybody's been commenting. Such a blessing. Forgetting that the same hairdresser, other people are complaining about her. So if you're doing your own hair so well, then God has to get the glory for connecting the two of you. It is so important to understand this because it's a mindset. Now the next idolatry is a kenga, ikenga. This is the obvious one. And most people these days they will tell you that they don't have any such thing. Except, of course, who do the people who do double they come to church and they go to Babalao and get something for protection. I'm told that um I've, it's not it's not um, I'm told I have encountered it in church because you know I told you about the, the woman that came to me that they have something under their bed. And uh, uh, that is in telling the husband that they should get rid of it. And when I called the husband, he told me that it's just for protection. They're not uh, using it to harm anybody. <laughs> so, so there are quite a, a few people in church, you know, generally who do that. You know, a lady said that the person who took her to a prayer house where they did all sorts of things for her was from the church they took her because she had a need. They invited her to go somewhere where they think the needs are solved faster. And she discovered it was a a prayer house where they were mixing, mixing what they were doing, you know. And so, and so uh, uh, the Ikenga, the the visible idol is the second commandment, you know, must not have anything visible. And of course, a lot of people will say, "Well, I don't really have anything visible." But come and see how they treat their cars. Come and see how they treat, you know, you know. I told you about the man that bought a car, a very expensive car, that had all these um, sensitivities. They say you can never hit somebody behind; it will slow down by itself. All those things, you know. And he won't let any other person drive it except himself. He won't even let his wife drive it. So you can turn turn anything physical into a God. You know. And, and um, idolatry. Idolatry is such a subtle thing. You know, particularly when it comes to objects, yeah. real objects. You know, and, and there's something that you really venerate. You know, you don't joke with it. You know, I told somebody once. You know, after when I bought uh, my white jeep years ago, every time you come, I said, "Listen, this is just a car. You know, so wherever you want to go, go, please." <laughs> the fact that it's a little more expensive than the the, the former ones I used to have, it me it makes no difference. It's still a car. Cannot it cannot be anything more than a car? And so and so, y- you find the temptation. You know, particularly when things are expensive, to to begin to almost venerate them, and and, and create uh, uh, all kinds of uh, 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 feelings of uh, displeasure amongst people around you because of the way you make all the fuss about whatever it is you own. So, so it's important. It's important to to watch out for idolatry. You know. You know, whether it is in the mind or there is actually an object that is really taking precedence you know that is really precedence and the way to avoid idolatry is to check with God yes because he is the one that is offended is this thing I'm doing is it? Is it crossing the line oh yes everybody has to ask that question is it, am I crossing the line you know is this concern crossing the line? You know, you know. I've told you before uh, that um, I was uh, running late to get my wife a birthday card, and I walked into the shop and I saw this big card. They're the most important person in my life, mm-hmm. and Holy Spirit said, "Don't buy it to, don't buy it to, don't join them to be saying things like that." God is the most important person in my life. You know, so 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 all of these things. You know even the commercial people are are, are contributing to it and before you know where you are you know you are into something that you didn't plan to be into you know so 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 uh, uh, people mean well sometimes but even in that the the leaders are straight and so and so it is so important to watch out for both mental and physical ideology yes Love people, yes, care for them, yes, but draw the line somewhere. Draw the line. You know, uh, that's what I always talk about only child, only boy, only girl. I mentioned that before there too. You know, just just stay clear so that nothing will be in competition with God. No matter how dear and how precious they are, there cannot be competition with God. And, and that's why. Um, if something is making you pay that type of attention, ah, pray to be delivered from them and, and, and transfer them, you know, to the hand of God and say, Lord, I can't even look after this thing or look after this fellow, you know, so I leave him to you. You know, I'll just let you superintend their lives because I really can't do it even if I wanted to, you know. So, so these are the ways we liberate ourselves from all this type of attention that can be harmful, both to us and to the people involved, okay, so so uh, um, there is a, uh, there's a, a, a real reason why that shouldn't be, and that the reason is there, jealousy, you know, divine jealousy. We just don't want to evoke divine jealousy. Don't forget, that divine jealousy is not in your heart, it's in the heart of God. So, you cannot make him feel he's in competition with anything or anyone. No. You know, I, 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 I showed you um, um, Exodus 34, 14. For the Lord, whose name is Jealous, say jealous God, okay? So, so we, we touch on the third. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. No, that's how people started saying every morning, thing, oh my God. Everything! oh my god. Every small thing, oh my god. And then when they correct, they go, oh my gosh. I say, what is the difference? What is gosh? You know, just stop. Just stop, you know. Yes, that you, you might be in, in, in a danger or in a situation of danger and you scream, oh Jesus, yes, but not every small thing, you know. Um, you are pouring water in a bucket you know, and it's overflowing oh my gosh <laughs> you are putting stew in a bowl then some of it is peeled on the floor oh my gosh ah, please you know so so it is it is important to be careful about these things you know and stop making all these exclamations that you uh, 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 tend to put the name of the Lord, you know, for something that really doesn't require you're calling his name. Because you see, suppose you are the one being called, okay? And then you're passing and everybody's like, oh, Jimmy, oh, Jimmy, oh, Jimmy. And every time they call Jimmy, you turn around, and say, oh, why are you calling me? You say, oh, the water, the bucket overfilled. And then, oh, Jimmy, you turn around, yes. What, what is, it? oh, sorry the suit that was leaking fell. (laughs) You know, how would you feel? How would you feel? That's what the Bible is saying here. Don't take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Don't call him for just anything. So that when you now call him in real situations, then when he turns, yes, there's a real reason why you're calling him. Wow. Not that every time you call him, he turns around. You know, there's no real reason, you know. So if if you if the bucket of water overfilled and poured water on the ground, take a mop and mop it, don't call God. <laughs> so these are these are the, 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 the things this commandment is about. Don't use the name. In fact, they said the Jews they, can, they don't call God. They don't call yeah. God. Yeah. No, they're very careful because of this, this commandment that you must reference the name. And and there is a reason. There is a reason. This is the name by which you and I are protected, guarded, blessed. So call it. Call that name only when it is necessary, only when it is required, only when it is appropriate. But don't join the people who call God anyhow. And if you're sir, in the habit of it, just stop. Sir, excuse me, sir. I'm sorry to cut in. I know we're not supposed to ask questions, but the reason I. Um, muted my mic is because I'd like to ask this question. But um, I realized that we tend to do that even in, during praise and worship. There are certain songs that we sing and the way we sing them. I've always wondered if we're doing it correctly. For instance, the song Jehovah, Jehovah, when they go Jehovah, 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 and I used to say, I don't think it's really appropriate for us to call the name of the Lord like that. And it becomes like um, performance semantics that we add in praise and worship. And some people have said, it really doesn't matter. So I would really like, not f- to prove me right, but I want to be sure that I'm I'm, I'm thinking well, correctly. Y- y- yes, this is not the first time. You know, there yes, was sir. a song that they used to be so popular in church. God, you a Pelele. Exactly. Pelele. Exactly. exactly. So, I, I stopped, so, I stopped. I stopped, my I stopped them in the church. Yes. I stopped them uh-huh. in my church. I said, "What is the meaning that of that this song?" in the church, you know. I said, "What is the meaning of this song?" You know, God, Nawaya. Yes. So, what is the meaning of Nawaya? Mm. Yeah. That <laughs> Street has a language to God. Street yeah. language. Yeah. God, you know, your yes. mate, your mate. Mm-hmm. absolutely so so the now i i, I see that many places they don't sing that song again yes. you know because i stopped They still it in my church. do they still do that uh, they still do there's so but, many songs these days Is like what not, we now not, have I, I i i don't tolerate such songs where i will stop the yeah. service i will <sighs> stop the service to correct it. i will stop the service i did it in my church and they've stopped singing it mm. So, 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 God will help us. Anyway, just one. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yes, anywhere you see that um, the appropriate reverence is not being given to God, even Mm. in a so called worship song, you just have to bring entertainment to church. Yes, you just (laughs) have to object. (laughs) Yeah. You know, cannot be calling God anyhow. Yes. No, this is what this commandment is about. Mm. Don't call God anyhow. No. There must be reverence in your heart. There must be worship, you know. It's not to fill up, uh, uh, yes, and and make it more uh, uh, jazzy. Ah, No. High, creating high Yes, worship is not about uh, about, uh, jazzy, you know. And and one has to be really vigilant to make sure that they are not carried away by uh, people who are ignorant of of the third commandment. You know, and that's why when you tell them that you need to study the commandments, you know that nothing uh, that our Lord Jesus Christ taught removed any of those things in the Ten Commandments. That's why He summarized them into "Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength," which is one to four, and then "Love your as yourself," which is then uh, five to ten, six of them. You know, so so let us let us be reverential. In our own worship let us not join people who who don't uh, uh, honor the name of the lord in their lives and the reason is there is a self-interest in it that is the name that will save you they say the name of the lord is a strong tower okay the righteous run into it and are safe so i cannot call it anyhow it will become like um, the, the man who was shouting wolf wolf when there was no wolf and then one day there was wolf, and nobody turned up because everybody said we thought you were joking again. So, so, so those are the those are the uh, uh, very vital uh, uh, components of the third commandment. The reference for the name of the Lord. The Jews know it. The Jews know it, and uh, and we too, you should know it. You know. We too, she knows. Amen. 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 Amen.